the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade in a landmark decision. You know, my fear is that now that we have done just that, that there's going to sort of be this complacency or apathy. President Biden signs bipartisan gun legislation into law. These feel-good gun control laws aren't addressing those issues. The president meets with the G7 in Germany. Putin has been counting on from the beginning and somehow NATO would... uh, and the G7 splinter. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Monday, June 27th. I'm Mike Scott. Across the country, the U.S. saw protests emerge in many cities and states protesting the overturning of Roe v. Wade. On Friday, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, the 1973 landmark decision guaranteeing the constitutional right to an abortion. In a 6-3 ruling, the court upheld Mississippi's abortion law at issue in the case, the Dobbs case. In a 5-4 vote, the court found that there was no constitutional right to an abortion and overruled Roe v. Wade from 1973 and Planned Parenthood v. Casey in 1992. The Roe decision was a 5-4 vote split between conservative and liberal justices with Chief Justice John Roberts joining in the minority opinion. The ruling came in the high-profile abortion case Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization, related to a Mississippi law passed in 2018 prohibiting abortion procedures after 15 weeks of pregnancy. While the ruling wasn't a complete surprise, due to a leaked draft opinion that occurred on May 2nd, many across the country were still upset that the decision is now official. At the White House, President Joe Biden addressed the court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. My administration is going to focus on how they administer and whether or not they violate other laws, like deciding to not allow people to cross state lines to get public health services. And uh, we're going to take actions to protect women's rights and reproductive health. Democrat representative from New York, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, reacted to the ruling by saying it puts... Americans in danger and chips away at privacy rights. Overturning Roe puts every single one of us in danger. And what I think many of our colleagues perhaps haven't quite, or perhaps they have fully understood, is that this also undermines the right to privacy in the United States of America. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said, in her opinion, The decision marked a dark day in America. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, and the Republican Party, their supermajority in the Supreme Court, American women today have less freedom than their mothers. 
with Roe and their attempt to destroy it, radical Republicans are charging ahead with their crusade to criminalize health freedom. Pelosi also says that reproductive freedom may be on the ballot in November. This is deadly serious, but we are not going to let this pass. A woman's right to choose reproductive freedom is on the ballot in November. We cannot allow them to take charge so that they can institute their goal, which is to criminalize reproductive freedom, to criminalize it. Kate Smith of Planned Parenthood Federation of America says the court's ruling overturning Roe v. Wade was a blow. We're devastated about what happened at the court. Our court has taken away um, a constitutional right. It's the first time the court has ever done that. So we are here supporting our supporters, having our voice be heard, and really just telling people we won't go back. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says the court's ruling is a setback for women across the country. It is a day, a dark day, for women across this nation who have long fought for the right to have control over their own bodies. Meantime, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says the Supreme Court has given a voice for all life. Americans celebrate this historic victory because we know it will save the lives of millions of children and it will give families hope. House Minority Whip Steve Scalise says Congress and the states can now debate more ways of protecting the unborn. That debate was silenced during the years Roe v. Wade was the law of the land, but that debate just begins again. Eric Scheidler of the Pro-Life Direct Action League saying Friday's Supreme Court decision is good for all American women. Abortion on demand has been uh, horrifically devastating for American families and for American women, including women who've not had abortions. You know, a lot of women regret their abortions, but every woman has had to live with the specter of abortion in her life, that her enjoyment of the blessings of liberty might be contingent upon her having to participate in the death of her own child. Pastor Rick Mahoney of the Stanton Public Policy Center says it's been a long fight since 1973. I'm reminded of the Bible verse, which clearly says, grow not weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap a harvest if you faint not. And we are seeing a harvest. Dwayne Courier of the American Life League says, despite Friday's Supreme Court ruling, abortion still exists in America. We understand this is the overruling of a grave injustice that's been imposed upon this nation. Uh, but at the end of the day, babies are still going to die. This doesn't end the abortion tragedy. It doesn't end the violence that's going on in this country. It's still going to happen today. It's still going to happen tomorrow. You can still go to New York. You can still go to California and have your baby killed. And the court's decision has no bearing on that. With many reactions pouring in across the country, major companies like Walt Disney, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Dick Sporting Goods say they will cover employee travel expenses for abortions. We at Dick Sporting Goods are prepared to ensure that all teammates have consistent and safe access to benefits we provide, regardless of the state in which you live. In response to today's ruling, we are announcing that if the state you live in restricts access to abortion, Dick's Sporting Goods will provide up to $4,000 in travel expense reimbursement to travel to the nearest location where that care is legally available. This benefit will be provided to any teammate, spouse, or dependent enrolled in our medical program 
along with a support person. Abby Johnson, pro-life advocate and CEO of And Then There Were None Ministry, joined the Salem Radio Network discussing the ruling and what she believes will be the fate of abortion and the pro-life movement in a post-Roe America. Johnson says that some states have or will make abortion illegal. We are looking at 26 states that currently have either a trigger ban or have um, a constitutional amendment or something in their state constitution that makes abortion illegal right now in their state. And like you said, there are many other states that have something proposed in their state to make abortion illegal. However, Johnson points out that many blue states will codify abortion into their state constitutions. I think it's going to be sort of a pendulum swing one way or the other. So we're going to see, you know, sort of deep red states, right, where abortion is completely illegal, or we're going to see deep blue states where abortion is completely illegal for any reason through all nine months of pregnancy, where Roe is sort of codified in an extreme way. Johnson points to California as well, which, according to Governor Gavin Newsom, will be a sanctuary state for abortion. That's what we've seen happen in California. In California, even going an additional step, Newsom saying that, you know, California is going to be a sanctuary state for abortion and him signing into law $125 million of state tax taxpayer money going to fund abortion tourism for his state so that other women can come there and have their abortions paid for. And finally, Johnson says she's concerned that some in the pro-life movement may think their work is done. Something that I've been talking about is that the pro-life movement has gained so so much momentum sort of rallying around this idea that we have to overturn Roe at the federal level. And, you know, my fear is that now that we have done just that, that there's going to sort of be this complacency or apathy, um, particularly in these deep red states, right, that places like Texas that have a trigger ban, places like Tennessee, where we know abortion is going to be illegal, that people in the pro-life community in those states are going to go, oh, great, okay, well, my work is done. President Joe Biden signed bipartisan gun legislation Saturday designed to keep weapons away from dangerous people one month after a horrific elementary school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. I'm about to sign a law bipartisan safety gun safety legislation and time is of the essence lives will be saved when we return from europe jill and i will be hosting an event in the white house on july 11th to mark this this historic achievement with members who voted for these families and the families who in fact were victimized by the gun shooting that we've seen so so uh, so so incredible see so much of it of, of late The new law enhances background checks on young gun buyers between 18 and 21 years of age. It encourages states to develop more and better red flag laws that would deny guns to people who are deemed to be dangerous. It also adds dating partners to the list of domestic abusers who are prohibited from buying firearms, eliminating the so-called boyfriend loophole. Biden citing new crackdowns on gun trafficking and straw purchasing as well. Well, this bill doesn't do everything I want, 
It does include actions I've long called for that are going to save lives. It funds crisis intervention, including red flag laws. It keeps guns out of the hands of people who are a danger to themselves and to others. And it finally closes what is known as the boyfriend loophole. So if you assault your boyfriend or girlfriend, you can't buy a gun or own a gun. It requires young people aged 18 to 21 to undergo enhanced background checks. It includes the first ever federal law that makes gun trafficking and straw purchases distinct federal crimes for the first time. Meantime, two GOP senators have proposed a $38 billion bill aimed at hardening schools in the wake of recent mass shootings. I introduced legislation this week that is focused on stopping violent crime, that is focused on stopping mass murderers, that that directs funding to prosecutors to prosecute violent criminals who use a gun, that that gives money to prosecutors to prosecute felons and fugitives who try to illegally buy guns, and it provides significant funding for school safety, including funding to double the number of police officers in schools. If we want to keep our kids more safe and everyone wants to keep our kids more safe. The way to do it is not to disarm law-abiding citizens. The way to do it is put the criminals in jail and have police officers on campus to protect our kids. Former Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker joined the Salem Radio Network to discuss the bipartisan gun bill and what he believes should be the focus in order to curb gun violence. Uh, We've got a mental health crisis, particularly amongst young people. And, uh, you know, these feel-good... The gun control laws aren't addressing those issues, and that's really really where we should be spending our time. Reacting to the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, Walker says that gun safety measures do not address issues that led to the tragedy at Robb Elementary. In this instance, and I'm usually reluctant to criticize the police without knowing the full circumstance, but as the picture becomes clearer and clearer, this is an absolute failure. This is a preventable catastrophe, a preventable disaster. Uh, there, there's not only did the system fail, not seeing that this young man uh, had signs of problems long before uh, this tragedy occurred, but as you just mentioned, they, it, the training that law enforcement goes through uh, in, in instance after instance, we have examples all across the country of people putting themselves at great risk, even risk of losing their life uh, to save Americans, let alone children out here. So just a huge, huge failure. And uh, the, the proposals being uh, thrown around the United States Senate uh, aren't really addressing the issues with uh, people not willing to follow the law and with people falling into the trap of mental health issues. In the wake of the leaked draft opinion documents on the possible overturn of Roe v. Wade, Republicans want to punish those who leak sensitive information and hold them accountable. Louisiana Senator Bill Cassidy has proposed new legislation that seeks to punish anyone who is convicted of leaking a pending U.S. Supreme Court draft opinion with fines of up to $10,000 and 10 years in prison. The bill is entitled Stop Supreme Court Leakers Act of 2022. It would also seize any profits the leaker made as a result of their actions, claiming that the person should not receive a reward for leaking confidential information. Andrew McCarthy is a senior fellow at the National Review Institute 
a National Review contributing editor, and he says that the leaked draft opinion cannot be tolerated. If you're worried about the court as an institution, and the court has a vital role in our constitutional system, this kind of a leak is not tolerable, and it's particularly not tolerable under circumstances where it seems patent that it's done to intimidate the justices in their process. As President Joe Biden and Western allies gather at a three-day summit in the Bavarian Alps, Russia targeted the Ukrainian capital of Kyiv again with a series of missile attacks on Sunday. It comes as leaders of the G7 nations gather in the Alps and say they're intent on keeping economic fallout from the war in Ukraine from fracturing the global coalition, working to punish Russian aggression. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz says the G7 unity has been important. Good messages that we all made it to stay united, which obviously Putin never expected. President Biden says the West must maintain its unified stand against Russia's invasion of Ukraine. We have to stay together. Yeah. As Putin has been counting on from the beginning, and somehow NATO would uh, and the G7 would splinter and... President Biden says it's important for G7 member countries to maintain their resolve against the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And Germany has been a key part amidst a change in leadership. Can't let this aggression take form it has and get away with it. So thank you. Thank you. President Biden also is relaunching a global infrastructure initiative meant to blunt China's growing influence saying the U.S. would commit $200 billion to the effort in public and private financing to boost projects in developing countries. The FDA hopes to ban e-cigarettes seems to be going up in smoke. Juul can keep selling e-cigarettes as a court blocks an FDA ban. Daybreak Insider's Mike Gracia has details on that story. A federal appeals court Friday temporarily blocked a government order for Juul to stop selling its electronic cigarettes. A three-judge panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia granted Juul's request for a temporary hold while it appeals the sales ban. On Thursday, the Food and Drug Administration said Juul must stop selling its vaping device and its tobacco and menthol-flavored cartridges. The FDA action was part of a sweeping effort to bring scientific scrutiny on the vaping industry. After years, of regulatory delays. Mike Gracia, Washington. And finally, Top Gun, Maverick, has crossed the 1 billion mark globally in only 31 days, making it the second time a movie has hit such heights during the pandemic. That eye-popping number includes the domestic numbers estimated at 521.7 million and $484.7 million from the international box office. Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, a.k.a. Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. I just want to manage expectations. 
The movie is also Tom Cruise's highest grossing movie ever. The film puts Cruise back in the cockpit where he first catapulted to global action stardom. Top Gun Maverick owes some of its success to its ability to pull in older audiences as well as younger folk who weren't even around for the first movie. What the hell? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.